we just, just put it in? Yeah. Like right now? Yeah, put it in this one. Yeah, you just, it's really small. Yeah. I, don't I, can, I don't know if I can fit it. Mine's kind of big for your little one. So, right, let's just do it on three, ready? Okay, ready? One, two, two three. three. Oh. And I'm calling this episode the peephole video because that's exactly the audio that aired on public airwaves of me and my ex-wife back in 2009. How this whole thing happened, you're going to find out today in a moment in Kramer history. And we're going to do it here on the show today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer, a mama's boy. Love my mom so much. She she really does, and I know you may be sick of hearing this by now, but she really does have the best words of wisdom. This show is to here to motivate you, to make you feel good, and we do it every day. And this is my mom. We start every show with her, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I want to ask you a question. This DM today struck me in a weird way. It's from a girl named Jessica, who is a follower of mine on Instagram. And I... For in case you don't know the background of this podcast, it kind of started because my mom every day would send me these really motivational text messages, right? And so I would just take take them some days and post them on social media. And people really seemed to like them. They really seemed to help people. So then when I got let go from radio, I was like, well, I wonder if I could start a podcast that kind of had the same positivity. It was kind of like a real life podcast, but had some like a nice little positive touch to it. So Jessica asked me this question. She said, I'm sitting here in the car listening to the podcast, and you mentioned that your mom still sends you morning text. But all I can wonder is if she's sending these texts to your siblings. My sisters would be so jealous if they knew that my mom texts me every morning and did not text them. And I was like, huh, I've never really thought about that before. They seem so personal, but I'm wondering if mom's just like copying and pasting what she's saying to me. And she's telling Maggie and she's telling Brian all the same time. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not. Just me? Just you. But I do text them, but not every day. <laughs> so, well, I feel I feel like you're, further, you're you know your father away, and of course, when I was really making sure I texted you every day was when you were going through your divorce and you felt so lost and alone, and I was so worried about you. Yeah. And I just wanted to start your day every day with words of encouragement. And so that just kept up. But I probably text them hmm, three or four days out of seven. God, but I was sitting here. I was like, wow, I wonder those are just like everybody's getting them. But they're just, you know, we, and we all think we're special because we're getting these mom text messages. And I've created this whole podcast on a sham. You know, like, well, Maggie start one and Brian start one. And it's just, just no. a bunch of BS that I've been believing for the last two and a half years now. No, they're all very personal. All well, to be fair – yeah. Maggie, my sister, Drum Maggie, she literally will probably call my mom. How many times a day do you think you guys talk throughout the day, though? Oh, three or four. <laughs> That's so many times. <laughs> like, seriously, go go through your call log and tell me how many times she's called you. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. Okay. Um, only one call today for 19 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. 19 minutes for, for Maggie. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> no. How many times did she call you yesterday, you think? 
Oh, probably just two or three. (laughs) Does that not sound a little bit crazy to you? I mean, we usually talk once in the morning and once at night. And then if something comes up in the middle of the day, she'll call me. But But girls like to talk to their moms more. You know what I mean? You think so? I think so. That could be an interesting question for you guys. How often do you talk, and we'll just talk to women only here. How often do you talk to your mom? Because I think that you're, we only have Maggie to go off of in our family, but right. that just feels like an excessively high amount of calls during the day. And then how many text messages do you get with that too? Oh, probably three or four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd be curious if you want to call. I I think Maggie probably takes the record for the most amount of times that someone talks to their mother throughout the day. I mean, and I love my mom and the fact that we even, we, you know, because we text in the morning and then if there's something Mm -hmm. happens, I'll call her and -hmm. then we do the podcast together, but that's really all, which is still, I mean, a lot for some people. We talk more now than we ever did. We usually would talk maybe once or twice a week, you know, before. And Um, And we would text every day. Before, I mean, like, I don't know. When I was married, I don't think we would text every day, would we? No, no, not no. then. Like, like, yeah, like maybe we talk once or twice a week. That'd be but that'd be Margo about it. Talks to her kids. I mean, she's every got, day, three got, or four times a day. She's got two daughters and a son, and they usually talk at least once a day. Margo is my mom's best friend. Has been for how many years now? Forty-one years. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, that's even okay, but three or four calls a day from somebody is a well, lot. I mean, it could be three or four calls a day, depending on what's going on with her. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody listening right now, <laughs> talk to their mom or their dad more than not if you work with them or you live with them. But I'm saying if you don't live with them or work with them, do you talk more than three times a day? Call 888 Kramer 8, okay? 888 K R A M E R 8. Because I, I, we'll have to see. Is that a, a typical girl and mom thing, like mother daughter thing? I mean, because I'm, I'm literally the official mama's boy in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like nobody beats me at the, at the mama's boy game right now. I've got a whole brand tied behind it. So For better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> And if I'm only talking to you one text and then we talk during the podcast, we'll just, we'll just consider this a phone call. I I think that's even on the high amount, but at least we're producing a product together here. <laughs> but we do chat. Like, we, we, you and I have casual conversation before the podcast. Yeah, though. yeah, we do. Yeah, but that's minutes. what I'm saying. Like, I'll consider this one call and one text in the day. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. And that's a mama's boy. So I'm Maggie. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what to even consider that. <laughs> Anybody listening, talk to their parents more than three times a day. And not because like they have to, not like you're checking in on them or like you're the caretaker or anything. I don't think we'll get one call from somebody that says, I oh, talk to my parents more. Come than on. Yes, I, I really will. don't think we will. I don't think we will. <laughs> I don't think we will. She well, may then, have to take the title. Well, <laughs> she may have to be the, the mom, the certified mama's girl. I may have to step my game right. up over here. There call you, you more often. There you go. No? Lots no. of competition here for this mama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I ventured out into the world today. Ooh, proud of myself. Ooh, I, I finally 
went back to nine round, which is this kickboxing gym. They probably have one near, near you, by the way. There's probably one. They're, they have they're like a little franchise gym. They're everywhere, and I I love it. It's my favorite place. Literally one of my favorite places in the world to go. And when they closed, I was so sad. And they just opened back up, and so that made me really really happy. And I was they opened yesterday, and I was able to go for the first time today. And I was honestly really impressed with the amounts of care they put into because i didn't know i'm one of those you know i'm one of those hypochondriacs right like i am super paranoid that i'm going to get coronavirus <laughs> so even going to the gym my mom actually sent me this was it you that sent me or i think it was actually brian my brother who sent us to the family text about like scariest places to get coronavirus oh, yes that was brian um Okay, so this is the COVID-19 risk levels, okay? Starts at a level when I, and by the way, this is done by four different doctors. I don't this is anything that I somebody sends me like this, I, I put like about 20% credit into <laughs> until I do my own research on it. But I'll I'll link to it in the show notes too so you can kind of do your research because this is what we do, right? Anybody sends something like, "Oh my god, well, I saw it. <laughs> my brother sent to me on a text message, so it must be true." That's right, but I like this one. Okay, so risk levels of coronavirus. Here we go. The number one, so like one is like the least amount of risk. Nine is the most risk, right? So we'll start at the least risk, which is number one. And it's restaurants and takeout and uh, tennis, okay? Mm -hmm. Which I guess tennis because you're so far away from somebody else. Right. Number two is to walk, run, or bike with others and to get car gasoline, which that gas pump still scares me what i'm doing now because i can't find i can't find latex gloves anywhere so i'm just taking dog poop bags to wrap around my hands when i get gas now that's good that's, that's smart, good right all yeah. right number three risk level this is going low to high is grocery stores camping hotels golfing and libraries and museums okay mm -hmm. number four is dentist office walking in a busy downtown Offices, downtown waiting rooms, restaurants, and uh, outdoor restaurants. Sorry, so the so one was was takeout from restaurants. Four is outdoor restaurants. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, yep. now we're at level five, which is home dinner parties, airplanes, mm -hmm. backyard barbecues, malls, beaches, and bowling. That's good to know that that you literally have the same chance of getting coronavirus on an airplane than you do at a home dinner party, according to this research, at least. Yeah. I don't know. I've been scared. Like airplanes scare me when everything's circulating around, you know, oh, just there's know. no fresh air coming in. But that's oh, what this says. Again, I don't know. This is just literally a, a text screenshot. How so. many people are at the home dinner party, though? Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Could be at the Great Gatsby. You could have thousands. Uh -huh. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, number six is casinos. Uh, indoor restaurants is on there at number six. Playgrounds, hair salons, barbershops. Platoon boat rides, which is very <laughs> pontoons. I don't know why it's pontoon boat rides, but <laughs> speed boats, I guess you're better. Uh, and then movie theaters is number six. I guess you're still so close. Okay, number seven on the risk level of coronavirus is playing basketball, uh, public pools, and schools. So we're getting pretty high because it only goes to number nine. So so seven is playing basketball, public schools, or sorry, public pools and schools. Uh huh. Number eight, so one lower than the highest, is gyms, uh -huh. amusement parks, uh -huh. churches, uh -huh. and buffets. Uh. And the number nine, the highest one, is bars, big concerts, and sports stadiums. So For sure. 
So gyms, I, I've been paranoid to like get back and go over there because it really to go to any gym um, because I didn't know how it was going to be. But I walked in today and I, I genuinely felt safe. It was a weird process because you had to walk up and they would they sprayed down the uh, this little mat where you had to like wipe like wipe your feet off mm-hmm. on like this wet solution. Mm-hmm. You step in. You wipe, then you dry your feet off. They take your temperature. You have to say that you don't have any symptoms of the coronavirus. And then they have it spaced out to where nobody's really that close. It's kind of, it's kind of a boutique gym as it is anyway. So it's, you know, more specialized. It's not like your bigger gyms. Uh-huh. And so I never really felt uh, the the trainers were wearing these little shield, you know, the shields you pull down, right. you know, from the, from the top. They were wearing that. And... Yep. I don't know. I did. I really didn't didn't feel paranoid at all, which was a a big relief. But let me tell you, man, getting back in the gym, the coronavirus, at least of my worries in that place, I was trying to get through nine rounds of working out over there. I mean, it's really same as doing it at home. Uh, yeah, because I've been doing the home workouts, but it's just that you get in there and you're like, I, and I felt kind of confident. I was like, I don't think I'm that bad. I'm bad. I'm just I'm so out of shape right now. So it's uh, I did it though. That's good. So then I had to come home and I had to get a nap in because I was just like, I, I have not been that physically <laughs> active in, in months. I haven't been that social or physically active. I was around three people and hmm? working out. It was just a, <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> to come home and, <laughs> and reset. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Gosh. So what, how often do you plan to go now? Well, I don't, I, let me, let me ask me that question tomorrow. We'll figure okay. out how sore I am, you know, like I just, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> I don't want to commit to anything. venture out, it's an experience. Let me just step on the scale. I'm just curious. I was at 196. I've been trying to cut out sugar for a week. Let me just, let's just get an idea. Okay. Of where I am. Okay. And this could be really bad. So hang on. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. And I don't know why I still have the scale in my office, but whatever. Uh, I'm at 192, so I've lost four pounds. That's good. That's very good. I just know if I can just, I can get it under control. It's just not as fun. Being out of control is a lot more, it's a lot more fun, right? Just eat whatever I want. Yeah, right. Five meals a day and everything else. But eventually we've got to come out of this. Like I had to go get a haircut because I just look like shit. So I had to just (laughs) like get my life back together. And this is, this is round two. This is round two of it. So we all have to adapt. Got to. Mm -hmm. I went to Home Depot today and to the grocery store. And I can tell you, I was only one out of about every. 10 people that I saw or more maybe that had on a mask. I feel like Georgia just doesn't care. I think y'all are just, y'all just think it's, it's fun and games at this point. I don't know. Cause you no. know, California is so big that if things go bad here, it goes bad fast. Like I'm pretty sure my neighbor can get coronavirus from me just sitting here. Like how close I live to him. <laughs> don't open <laughs> so, your windows. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different over there because you guys can at least get some space. Like but I don't, think I, I don't have- know if I've, I've you all have all that open space, all this. I mean, beaches. yes, but no, but there's also 14 gajillion people. So like there's space, but you can't really like, yeah, I literally, I don't, I, I don't know if I've told this story, but my living room literally looks right into my neighbor's kitchen. Like you, you like make eye contact all the time. So it's, 
it's <laughs> California living is very different than if you're living anywhere else. Like Arizona had all this space. I can move around Florida. Florida was a little bit tighter, but still a lot of space. You know, you could have a yard, you could have everything else. Uh, you move to Georgia, plenty of space. Parents have this huge yard. How big is that yard you have? Uh, it's uh, about an acre, I think. I mean, they would put a whole subdivision in that area, you know, <laughs> over here. No, it's true. It's they true. just cram us, cram us all in over here, and, I, and I'm gracious to even have this much space, you know, to have a oh, have a yard yeah. in general is like a, a delicacy out here. So yeah, not complaining, but that's that's the problem. I know everybody, you guys at least can. Everybody wants to live there. Well, you can all go to your giant farms and <laughs> pay <laughs> half the price that we pay for. Uh, I know it. That's true. That's true. For just about everything. So that's true. All right, uh, let's get to the quote. What'd you find today? Okay, so I found this. I w- ran across this quote from Mother Teresa, and it's always inspired me, especially when I was considering my work at Rainbow Village and all the hundreds and hundreds of homeless people that there were to serve. So this always inspired me. We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean. But if that drop was not there, I think the ocean would be less by missing that drop. We don't have to think in numbers. We can only love one person at a time and serve one person at a time. And that was always so inspiring to me because it can feel so overwhelming. Like there's so much to do. How mm. how is this little, particularly in the beginning, one little duplex with two families going to resolve the issues for all the hundreds of people that are homeless? So in case you don't know, my mom runs a or ran a transitional housing program for 24 years, and it started really small. And you went from what way of one little house to how many? There's, 45 units? There's 30. There's 30 apartments 30 now, Yeah. Um, you know, which serves families of an average of uh, size of three, so 90, mm-hmm. 90 people at a time. It's a lot. Which, which is wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful. But I, but I never really worried about the numbers. Because I always felt like we just have to do the best we can with what we have because every person counts. Every family counts. And, and yeah. that, that really, really helped me to not play the numbers game. And honestly, it's hard though. It's hard not to play the numbers game, you know? Well, yeah, in this society, because that's what it's all about, right? How yeah. can we do more, more, more and, and serve more, more, more and, and just do more, more, more? Um, but really, it's, it's really about one life and one person at a time. I'm struggling with that today because, I mean, I could come on here and typically I, I would. I In like the radio world, I come on and be like, hey, guess what? We're the number one merch store <laughs> in the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the truth is I am a little uh, – I'm getting a little bit of anxiety about our merch. And, you know, we launched really strong with the certified fans, which was great. And which should, I should have known Like the certified fans, you guys are like the, the greatest people on the planet because you're going to support this podcast, you know, and, and hopefully just watch it grow and do your part in doing that. 
And so I was, I was pretty happy with day one numbers, but day two numbers was a much bigger audience. It's where I put it on my social media where I've got, you know, 25,000 people mm-hmm. and I've got, uh, you know, we've, we've got an email group of over, over a thousand people that, um, that had filled out the surveys and saying that they would, they'd be interested in merch. And so I was really pretty, um, uh, pretty pumped to like see the numbers roll in today um after such a, a, a strong day one with all the certified fans man i'm stressing to be honest i am i'm looking at these orders like i i don't know i just i because i've already paid for this <laughs> and uh i'm just like i don't know if i'm even gonna break even at this point i don't at this point we're not even gonna break even it's not it's, it's gonna be a, only a, day two and it's really only day one to everyone yeah well so, and then so when you said that quote it just made me it it just made me think like why why am i doing this like what is this all about it's the same with like like listening like mm-hmm. sure some days we have great days and it feels really good to log in and see that we had like a mat- like like monday was a huge listening day for us i'm not mm-hmm. even sure why but it just was mm-hmm. great and we um so that, that that like feels really good but it doesn't i tell you it doesn't even hold a candle to the days that I get a message from somebody saying they were having a shit day and that it really made them smile. Mm-hmm. I got a, uh, a message from a, a radio friend who I didn't even know listened to the podcast, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, I was on this long car trip today and I decided to listen to your podcast. And I, um, I, I listened to, I think she was driving on Sunday. So she heard the weekly pep talk and she's like, I loved it so much. I went back and listened to every single weekly pep talk just to catch up with what your, what your mom was saying. You know, it's hard to realize your impact when you're worried about the overall growth. And I think that can really, anybody can relate to that. I think, I I hope anybody can relate to that. Like your expectation versus your impact, I think is two totally different things. Mm-hmm. Like, like meeting that, like what I've loved. I mean, what was my, my expectation honestly was to after day one have hit all of my goals to with this merch store and mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, we did it. We did it. We sold it all the merch out. It's all sold out. You can't get any more because we're just the greatest, but we're not literally I'm gonna, at this rate. I'm going to, everyone in the family is going to be getting certified mama's boy merch for the next three holidays. And everyone, because, you know, yeah, all I literally was sitting here today and I was like, well, every time a friend has a baby, I can give him one of the shirts and, um, you know, everyone in my family, I can send him a shirt. And just how can I unload all this inventory? But then like I, you know, reading through some of your messages and like seeing like, oh my gosh, like I love like, like the biggest seller by far is the cheese may mug. And Uh the fact that like when you get that mug and you put it in your hand and Uh like it makes you smile when you wake up in the morning and like that that little quote of, you know, uh, give me the cheese may makes you smile like that (laughs) should mean a and it does. It means a million times more to me. Then the like, okay, cool. We sold out. Let's move on. You know, right. It's so true. It's the little things in life. Mm -hmm. It's always the little things that mean the most. And, you know, as I was reflecting on Rainbow Village and and that uh, Mother Teresa quote, I was also thinking about not 
only does it matter that it's one life at a time, but even thinking about when a family has literally lost everything they have, literally, they have the clothes on their back, no hope, no promise of a future, they've been devastated, they're fearful, they're traumatized, and they come there and it's overwhelming. Like, where do you even start? And you start where you are with baby steps. Yeah. One day at a time. Well, and I'm going to start here with baby clothing. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> baby clothes. And it's one, one shirt at a time. One <laughs> t-shirt at a time. But it is true. Like, you've got, you've got to look at the drops. you got, and like, mm-hmm. I am not good at that. I've always been terrible. You know, I do the same thing with the podcast on listenership. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, we started, we launched this podcast. It was huge. Like, oh my God, we're the 45th biggest in the country. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, well, we're not the 45th biggest in the country anymore. <laughs> I um, know. But, if we keep, if you just keep your eye on, and I'm glad you brought this quote today, because if you keep the eye on those little drops, right, every day, yes. boop, 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 boop. You know what I would like for your weekly pep talk? What's that? This week, and obviously it's yours, but this is just an idea. I know sometimes you struggle looking for content. Yes. Is I would like for maybe you to tell some of the stories from Rainbow Village that really touched mm-hmm. you. Okay. And maybe like what you learned from from those. Okay. I'd be glad so, to do that. It's your show, but you can, I mean, I'm just saying as a, as a, as a listener. Okay. As a listener I would, to yeah. my Sunday pep talk. Okay, yeah, I'd love I to would, do that I, because, it, it, I mean, that work was probably so inspiring based on the, you know, well, definitely the people that were served there. Yeah. And yeah, the that's what I'm saying. I'm sure there's a lot of great stories. Oh, the transformation that came about in their lives just by having a safe place to live and be and to have love and support around you. I mean, that's what we all need. It's what we all want. And we need it now more than ever, more than ever. We need the love and support of each other. So we're all little drops in the ocean, but the ocean is mighty big and it takes, it takes all of us. Well, if you want to love and support this podcast, we have plenty of merch that you can go buy. <laughs> That's right. I feel like I've got to plug it every three minutes right now. So if you go to certifymamasboy.com and click on merch, it is available. It is available. It is available. So get on there and, and check it out. All right. I got to sell this merch. I got to I just got to go figure out what I'm doing. I can just see it now. You'll have a little stand on the street gonna, over in Pitloma. No, I'm, I'm going to go to the swap meet. That's what I've already decided. If shit gets bad and I'm about to lose a lot of money, I'm taking all this shit down to the swap meet. Yeah, I'm going to sit down there and get me a booth and just set up there and sell this merch till it's gone because I think it's cute. I And I, as the artist behind it, I think it's, I think the message is good. I think it's cute. I just think that we've got to make it happen. So, and, and, all your, right. and your mama for one agrees. Yeah. Me and my mom think it's the greatest. So which is exactly why my whole life is fucked up because every, my mom's always told me that I'm the best and then I take her word for it and then I try something and I'm not the best and then I get discouraged. <laughs> but well, I've been in therapy for years trying. now. You have to keep trying. Yeah. You never give up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. 
All right. Well, I uh, will we'll hop back on and <laughs> try it again. <laughs> try it again tomorrow. Okay, honey. Love you forever. I love you too. And tomorrow we're going to get to a brand new Ask My Mom. It's a segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays where you're able to ask my mom questions. And if you have a question, we don't have anybody for tomorrow yet. So if you want to be on, you can always send me a message at, uh, you can DM me. It's that guy Kramer. You can email me. I'm that guy Kramer at Gmail. Actually, I've got a work email address now. I forgot. It's Kramer at certifiedmamasboy.com. Somebody email me at that today. So I feel like that one <laughs> that money went to good use. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's probably the two easiest ways to get on Facebook. I'm, I'm Steve Kramer, uh, but you can ask questions, things that you may not feel comfortable talking to other people about. And we're happy to talk them through. Now, yesterday we got into a pretty serious discussion. We had a guy that had actually, he had DM me. He said, listen, I am dating this girl for a couple of months now. She's white. I'm white. Her son though is mixed. And now she's posting all kind of things on her Facebook page about all lives matter. And apparently she had posted something that was borderline racist. And so he's like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, do I confront her? It's not been really been long enough for me to have a serious conversation with her or has it been? And you guys had some good points of views today. Let's go through some of your calls. Hi, Kramer. It's Sarah from San Diego. I do believe the boyfriend has every right to bring the issue or concern that he has to his girlfriend being that the girlfriend's son is half black. Um, She should not think that it's okay and he leaves knowing that she may have not learned something very important. Um, Also, you never know. It may become a teaching moment for both of them and it could bring them closer together in their relationship. Um, Well, I love your podcast. Love your mom. Love you guys forever. Hey, Kramer, this is Alma from Escondido. I agree with your mom. I think that he should talk to her about it because I'm wondering if maybe the relationship that she had with her baby's father um, ended badly and she has some, you know, animosity and it's just angry at him. So he's kind of, she's kind of taking it out on the rest of the world. Before bailing out on her, I think she needs the opportunity. I think everybody needs a chance to learn and change who they are, how they're acting. So I agree with your mom. I think you should definitely talk to her about it and just hear her out. And if it turns out that it is an issue with her baby's father, then maybe that's something that he can help her through and, you know, have that tough conversation. And if it's not, and that's just how she is, and at that point, he did all he could to try to understand her, and if that's not someone uh, he wants to be with, then he should definitely bail. Okay, thank you for everything. Love the merch. I can't wait to get it. Take care. Love you forever. Hey, Kramer. It's Amber in Atlanta. Yes, he absolutely has to say something, especially with what we're going through as a country right now. That poor child is going to grow up with so much self-hatred because he is learning it from his mother, his own mother. I wish I could just rescue him and save him from it. But, um, yes, he needs to say something, and he should leave her. That's insane. I don't, you know, I don't know her story. I don't know the relationship with the child's father, but it doesn't matter. The point is you have a black boy that you have to raise and to raise him with so much hatred is is absurd. He's going to hear and see and sense all of her filth. So, yes, the guy absolutely has to say something, please. 
Black Lives Matter. Have a good one. I don't know. I'm just telling you from my perspective, it's just one of those things where I feel like we'd be so different. Is it really my place? I mean, I feel like it's my place with my family and my friends and maybe somebody at the workplace for me to say something. That would even be a gray area. But like somebody I just started dating that has a kid that's half black. I don't know. It's it's a tricky one. Anyway, uh, thank you for the phone calls and a brand new Ask My Mom tomorrow on our show, okay? All right, we'll take a break. When we get back, it's it's a moment in Kramer history. This this literally aired um, on, on public radio. Can you just put it in? Yeah. Like right now? Yeah, put it in this one. Yeah, you just, it's really small. Yeah. I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can fit it. Mine's kind of big for your little one. So, uh, let's just do it on three. Ready? Okay, ready? One... Two, two, three. three. Oh. It was the Kramer peephole video that uh, that took the world by by storm. Next. Okay, the peephole video in a sec. We'll get to that with a moment in Kramer history. First, you know what we do, right? We shout out to our people. Our people is our certified fans. It's everybody that's become a certified fan over the last couple of weeks. People that we are most, well, I appreciate everybody that even listens to this podcast. It's very nice of you. But I have to give a special shout out to people that become, become certified fans. People that say, hey, it's uh, five bucks a month. And by the way, when you join, you get $5 off in the merch store, which is really cool instantly. And this month, we're donating all the proceeds over to Black Lives Matter. So there's really like a, it's kind of a win-win all the way around. You get all kind of perks too. You get early episodes. You get, uh, what else do you get? You get a shout out on the podcast, you know, with, with some of our new people. Uh, let's say hi to Sue. Sue lives in San Diego. Thank you. Uh, Liz, Lisbeth. Lisbeth, I don't know if it's supposed to be Elizabeth, but it says Lisbeth, who lives in Anaheim, up in, uh, over here in California. Serena, Serena lives in El Cajon. Thank you so much for becoming a certified fan. And Dolores over in Tullison, Arizona. Really appreciate you guys. A lot of people actually joined yesterday. And if that's you, some of you guys just didn't fill out your extra form. So I don't know who you are. So I can't shout you out. So make sure you get in there, fill out the second form so I can say hi. Uh, do that. So anyway, certified fans, thank you for keeping this show afloat. And if you're not a certified fan, then give a high five right now to people who are certified fans because they really do keep this show going right now. You can become one now at certifiedmamasboy.com and you can also go down to the show notes and there's a link over there to link over to become a certified fan. All right, here we go. A moment in Kramer history. I used to be a yuck yuck I and I still really try to balance my yuck yuckness. There's something about the radio that brings out the, the yuckiness in all of us. And especially back in the day, radio used to be like super yuck yuck. And a yuck yuck is just like a <laughs> like, you know, that <laughs> like when I think of that classic radio voice of like <laughs> like that's hey everybody, guess what? Coming up there. That's a yuck yuck to me. And we I, I try to steer away from it as much as possible, but sometimes things are just so <laughs> like so ridiculous that that we did them anyway. So this the year was 2009. The hot story of the week was Erin Andrews. Do you remember this Erin Andrews thing where she was in a hotel and there was someone that had like a peephole camera, like maybe put in I forget maybe a vent or something, and they filmed her and it got released. And I don't even remember the story or not. Well, <laughs> what we decided to do was to go on the air and to say, oh my gosh, 
right after this happened, we found out that each one of us had a peephole video of us revealed too. How crazy, right? And then we would play the audio of the peephole video, and it was supposed to sound super sexual. But in reality, it wasn't at all. And I'll play, I'll play you my peephole video clip right here. 2009, a moment in Kramer history. I can't really tell from this video. It looks like somebody has set a camera up in like the air vent. Oh. Yeah, like oh, such as like one of these above you, Holly. Right, Just like, right, like a right. regular air vent. Sure. Because oh. you can almost see like the grate on it, you know? Well, that, I'm sure that's what it is. But the video that's been posted on, uh, it's something about like famous celebrities naked something, something, oh, something. Ah, okay. I don't remember the exact Same website, Same one with Jake Holly. Gyllenhaal yeah, and Brad oh. Pitt. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, is really, really bad because it, it was the first time with Shannon. <gasps> the first time with Shannon, man. Really? Yeah. Like the first time is awkward enough, right? That's just not appropriate, you know. That somebody would do that in the first place, and then put it out there, knowing that it would probably come to us. I mean, poor Shannon's parents have to have this video yeah. of their yeah. poor daughter in the first time that she's doing this. Oh, to really articulate how embarrassing this is, I thought we'd just play a second of this video for you guys, because as you can tell, I mean, Shannon's. Oh, I mean, I think I'm more embarrassed than Shannon because oh. something happened in the middle of this that just. <gasps> Makes me look like a chump. What? Let me just, I'll, I'll, just to give you an example really quick of uh, what happened here. You ready for our first time? Yeah, I'm ready. How many guys have you done this with? I just want to know, like, the number. Um, just, just, just a few. Okay. Man, yeah. It's kind of new for ready? me, too. I guess so. Okay. Let's, let, let, let's try this. You mean just, just put it in? Yeah. Like, right now? Yeah, put it in this one. Yeah, you just, it's really small. Yeah. I don't know if I can fit it. Mine's kind of big for your little one. So, right, let's just do it on three. Ready? Okay, ready? One, two, two three. Oh, man, that's tight. I know, it's small. Oh, it's embarrassing, so small. Man. Oh, I've never had a girl yeah. been this small before. I, I, I'm small, I know. Uh, uh, is it going to I don't is know it going? if it's going to work. Just, just try to squeeze it in. I can't believe we're drunk the first time we're trying this. Just, just squeeze it, come you on. Can squeeze it? Do you yeah, like it just, like this? Yeah. Do you, uh, do you like that? It's kind of... You know what? What? Let's try the other one. Put it in the other one? Yeah. I've never tried, I've never tried it in, in the other one before. Oh, my. Let's, let's it do looks, it. But it looks even, like it'd be even tighter than the first oh one. Oh, my. Let's, let's try it, see? Okay, let's... Ready? Yeah, Deep breath, on. deep breath, okay? Three, I'm just gonna shove it in. Okay. Oh, lord! That's so embarrassing, man. Two, three. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's really. I know it's, it's so really tight. tight. It's like really it, tight. I'm just gonna go in and out I, of this one for a while. Oh my god! Like, like yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, Are you gonna get it? Oh, I think I'm gonna get it. I think. Oh, no, no, no. Let's, a, let's just try it another time. I'm just going to stop right there. Oh, this is just my. Embarrassing. Woo! Embarrassing that somebody would have a tape that of me doing That was horrific. Of me doing something like this, you know? And then to have it all over the internet now. It's all over the internet, you know? And I just... I, I don't know what to say. I'm really you think embarrassed. yours was bad. Right. You think yours was well, bad. Well, at least but, mine was alone. Yeah, but you this know, one, nobody obviously... else had to be part and party to it. Okay, so the video is long gone now, which is fine. But then, of course, people would be like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And they would go to the website, 
to go find out what the video actually was. We're like, well, we're going to post it so you can go watch it if you want to, which would raise our web clicks, right? So what the video actually was, was me putting a high heel shoe onto my wife. So <laughs> if you want to now, I'll play a little bit more now that you can like visualize it. Yeah. Like it was filmed through a great, like I think I took, I took a great off the floor air conditioning and I like put the camera behind it and filmed it. It was so yuck, yuck here. Now listen again with that understanding. Let's, let, let's try this. You need to just put it in? Yeah. Like right now? Yeah. Put it in this one. But you'd be surprised how many people are like, oh my God, I feel so bad for you guys. I can't believe all these people are like filming, are filming you doing these peephole videos. It's so bad. It's a moment in Kramer history that I'm, I'm not proud of. I'm not proud of because it's like the, the quintessential of cheesy radio, but uh, hopefully it made you smile a little bit. Okay, here, let's get on to the good news. Here we go. Okay, here at the end of the show, in case you're new, we do something called The Good News, and that is when I just go through and try to find the best stuff going on in the world, because you know what? Maybe it convinces you that you should go out and do something great for the world. It makes you in a good mood, right? It makes you feel inspired. It makes you want to go do something, right? To make somebody feel happy or special. And also, it just proves like, you know, I mean, like, life's weird right now, but there's still a lot of good stuff going on, too. I'll take you over to Kentucky. The place is called the Gallery X Art Collective. It's over in Murray, Kentucky. They posted an offer on Facebook last week to cover up any racist, hurtful, or gang-related tattoos free of charge. And the first week, they had 30 requests of people actually doing it. So the guy's name is Jeremiah. They were inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement to do their part in indiscrimination and support those who have had the courage to leave their hateful past behind. And you know if you have a tattoo that, number one, things change. Number two, they're expensive to get rid of, and they're kind of like awkward once you do get rid of them, right? Because they're still like leaves of things. So they're just basically covering up absolutely furry. I'd actually be curious. Uh, I don't have any tattoos because I don't, uh, I, I don't trust myself with that. I feel like I'd be the guy that gets infected by the needle because that's just how my life goes sometimes. And number two, I would just be over it. I'd be the guy with like the Tasmanian devil tattoo on my tramp stamp area that I thought was so cool in spring break of, you know, 1998. Uh, so, so, so I don't, uh, I don't have tattoos and that's why, but if you have a tattoo, you regret, I think obviously this is a much more serious story, but I'd like to hear that story too. 888 Kramer eight, call in and, and tell me the tattoo that you're like, God, I wish I never got this, this tattoo. Uh, so I'm looking through right now some of the tattoos they've covered up. There's just one down this dude's arm. It just says white. And they covered it up with this like flowery. It may actually be a girl. I can't tell. Because uh, obviously they covered the people's identity. But they covered it up with like this like little floral design. Then there is a Confederate flag tattoo, which they covered up with like a pickle, which I guess the guy maybe like requested. It looks like Rick and Morty. Maybe one of those cartoons, faces on the pickle. You can go down the show notes and go see it. And oh my gosh, this story makes me so happy. Because listen, I still believe in love. I do. I know that I've been hurt and that I've got some work to do. But deep down inside, there's nothing more than I want to do is find the right person, settle down and be happy for the rest of my life, right? So let's talk about Joyce and Don Hoffman. They're both 90 years old. They were separated after Joyce contracted the coronavirus, which is so sad. Well, this week they actually got reunited after Joyce recovered. Uh, they've been married for 67 years, and they say the separation was the longest they've ever been apart from one another. And listen to what happened when these two came back together. It's super, super cute. Oh! 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 Oh!
Joyce kissing Don's hand, Don kissing hers. They tell each other they're beautiful. So beautiful, oh my. How can you be so cute? <laughs> Tonight, their granddaughter, Melanie, tells us they are both together and doing well. After 67 years of marriage, this was excruciating for them. However, they were reunited and cannot stop holding hands. I do believe in love, man. I want to have a, I want to have a Joyce one day, 90 years old, and I don't. I hope they're still in love. <laughs> I hope that's the case after that long. And I want you to tell me why this is so true. It's today's made me laugh, and I'm not even saying it's just for women, okay? Uh, but I am the same way. When I get hungry. It's just game over. I get whiny. I get ridiculous. So I found this on TikTok, and I'll try to link it in the show notes so you can go down and watch the video. Uh, but tell me if you've been in this same spot before with your significant other. You're right. I'm hungry. Okay. I haven't eaten much today. Okay. I like basically like Lay's potato chips. Oh. Like stopped in Starbucks, had like one red velvet, like yogurt and. Like two scones, and they were like super small, and then just some Chipotle. But that stuff, you know, like yeah. runs through you. So you had breakfast, lunch, and a snack. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go get some food. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I ate today, but I only ate like a protein bar and then like a green smoothie and then like a Chipotle for lunch and then like a bag of chips and then two salads for dinner. Of course, I'm still hungry. All right, it's uh, it's nine o'clock at night. I gotta go. <laughs> at this rate, I may not have the show edited and put it up by tomorrow morning. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Really appreciate it. How can you support? A couple ways. You can become a certified fan. It's five dollars a month, and you get a five dollar coupon t- towards merch. A hundred percent of the proceeds go to Black Lives Matter this month. Or how about go check out the new merch store? Would love that. It's all at CertifiedMamasBoy.com and down in the show notes as well. Really, 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 really appreciate you. Seriously, it's awesome. All the support that you have given to this show. Okay. All right. I love you. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Remember, you can call or text the show anytime. 888-Kramer8. That's Kramer with a K. Hi, Kramer. It's Blakely in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm just sitting here listening to um, the episode with Maggie talking about, I'm sorry, to Maggie talking about her wedding dress experience and not having that say yes to the dress moment. And I just want her to know, first of all, we've all tried out a million dresses and it's very stressful and everybody cries. So don't feel bad. But um, I actually was on say yes to the dress. My girlfriend was um, selected to be on the show. She was getting married and I got, I was her maid of honor. So I got to be on the show and she literally tried on probably 50 or 60 dresses and didn't like any of them and cried and finally found one and then decided she didn't like it. So even on that show, it's not what it seems to be. Um, So she's not alone and she found a dress and she'll probably change her mind 20 times between now and then, but just stick it out and she'll be beautiful. And all it is is you're getting married. Think of it as a party and you're going to get dressed up for it. So love you forever. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.